to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You could find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And over there, feel free to send me any questions that you want answered on the podcast. Sometimes that can actually be super helpful. So today is episode 104, and it's entitled, How Do I Get a Girlfriend? Now, if you happen to be a, a girl, then you can obviously change that to how do I get a boyfriend? It'll be the, it, it'll be very, very similar. And, and the short answer is by becoming the best version of yourself. You know, as you become the best version of yourself, you will start noticing that more and more people will be attracted to you. There is something about this energy that we create as we're, as we're just showing up in life. Now, I think so often it is super easy to be down on yourself for being single. Or, you know, I, I'd even add, like, if, if you don't have many friends, like, you know, it's, it's really, or you don't you know, always have something to do. Like, it can be really easy to be down on yourself. You know, and, and sometimes those things actually go together. Like, you know, you don't feel like you're being invited to do stuff. And, you know, but it's as your energy changes. If, if you happen to be a person that isn't very happy being alone, you might not be very happy with another person. You know, we sometimes think that marriage is going to solve all of our problems. But there's an old saying that says, you know, after somebody got married, he's like, well, I've come to the end of I've come to the end of my problems. And the joke is, well, which end? You know, it's just a different set of challenges, guys. We We have been so conditioned and so taught that basically, if we're single, we're worthless. That's not it at all. I mean, truthfully, the best way to find somebody is to become happy yourself. You know, I was talking to one of our one of our listeners. I, I had a call with him recently, and he, he asked this question. He's like, how do I get a girlfriend? And I told him, you find a girl by finding yourself. Like, the more you find yourself, the more girls will find you. There, there is just something about this this energy that I come back to. And I know some people out there are like, well, that's just not fair. People should like me for who I am. Well, do you want to spend time with somebody that's miserable and frustrated and upset all the time? Probably not. I mean, I personally, I, I don't spend that much time with those people. If they are interested in, you know, just whining all the time or being annoyed all the time or just, yeah, just, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, if they're in a negative energy all the time, I don't want to spend time with them. That's just not what I want to do. And that's okay. And, and so the same with each of us, we have an energy that we put off all the time. Now, it might be a beautiful energy. It might be an awful energy. And it might be kind of an in-the-middle energy. And, and, I, and I know because I've heard at least one person say like, Joseph, that's just not fair. People should like me because they're supposed to like me. You know, people should be my friend just because they're supposed to. That's not the way it works, guys. I mean, in this world of billions of people, if I have a choice, why am I going to spend time with people that bring me down instead of raise me up? I'm just not. 
I'm not, I'm not interested in that game. So you find you know, when we look at, you know, this podcast is really about understanding the singles experience. Like, I want you to think about it from a perspective of not you, like a perspective of just singles in general. Well, if I wanted to find a girlfriend, if I wanted to get a girlfriend, what would I do? Well, I'd start becoming the best version of myself. And, and then even at the same time, there is a balance. There's a balance between doing and being. I, I'd start asking out girls that I was interested in. But what if they say no? Then they say no. And we worry so much more about what's going to happen instead of just taking action. And just because a girl turns you down does not mean that you can't ever ask them again. Because you're changing. Your life is constantly changing. You're constantly, hopefully, getting better. And as you get better, more and more people notice that. You know, there's a, I guess you can kind of think about this from any, any celebrity standpoint. Well, I guess before, before I say that, let me, let me share one of my, one of my most popular analogies with you guys. Now we've all heard the phrase that, you know, finding the person of your dreams or finding anything is like looking for a needle in a haystack. So I want you guys to picture. A giant barn filled with multiple haystacks, like almost endless haystacks. And if you were told that if you found your, the golden needle, that you would get some sort of like prize, I, I would totally take that on. But there's a couple ways to go about it. And we don't realize that. I think sometimes, especially as a single person, we lose our creativity. We lose our creativity because we're like, oh, no, well, this thing hasn't worked out. It hasn't worked out finding the person of my dreams or other areas of my life, too. So I just it's just not in the cards. That's probably one of the worst things we can ever tell ourselves. It's just not in the cards. I mean, you could say it's about timing, but it's, it's not in the cards. It's totally different. So back to this analogy, like if I, if I were to be offered a certain amount of money to go find a golden needle in a haystack, I would totally do it. I mean, as long as it was like enough money to make it worthwhile. And you know what I would do? Well, there's a couple ways to go about this. One, and this is what a lot of people do in dating. And this is what a lot of the advice even tells us to do. It says, hey, go out with everybody. Everybody deserves a chance, etc. Like, and, and so it tells us, hey, go start going out with everybody. You'll figure out what you're interested, what you're not interested. Now, first of all, I don't have to go out with everybody to see if I'm interested in them. I can have a five-minute conversation or less with somebody and realize, oh, wow, I'm not, I'm not interested in that. I'm not interested in that. I'm not interested in that. And if I'm not excited after that five-minute conversation to take this person out, I don't have to take them out. 
But a lot of people, they, they, they go across this idea that they have to go out with everybody, that they have to go see what's in the world. I believe sometimes we're wasting our time when we're doing that. So it's like going in that, that giant barn that's full of haystacks. And you just start going through and sifting through every single piece of hay in every single haystack. It, it'll take you a long time. And it probably won't be very fun. I don't like being on, on dates with people I don't want to be out with. It's not really fair to them. It's not really fair to me. Um, because I, I do a really bad job at hiding my feelings. And if I'm bored and if I'm not having a good time, it probably shows. And so, like, you don't have to go out with everybody. So, like, there's that, you know, the searching through the haystack approach. And, and sometimes after a while of searching so long through those haystacks, because actually the, the cool thing that just came to my mind is we're not even, when we're going after that attitude of going out with everybody, we're not even being true to ourselves because we're not even searching in the haystacks we want to be searching in. We're just taking anybody that's like, oh, hey, you know, I, I've, I've got this awesome, awesome, awesome um, niece or friend or whatever. And the instant you see a picture of them, you know you're not interested, but you have no way of saying that nicely. And so you go out with them and you, it is what you expect it to be. There is nothing wrong with choosing not to go out with somebody because you're not attracted to them. There's nothing wrong with that. Every one of us is made differently. Now, I don't, I, I wouldn't recommend saying that exactly. Like, I, I tell people, if anyone wants to try to set me up, I get to see a picture. And if I'm not interested, they can't be offended. I mean, they can, I just won't, I just won't care. Because why do I ha have to take responsibility for one of my choices? And being true to myself, making someone feel bad. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's, it's just crazy some of the things those people will do. And I've, get, I've gotten given really hard to get sports tickets. Only to find out there was a favor attached like a week later. Like, hey, you remember? And I can't, this conversation was years ago. So I, I don't remember exactly how it went. But in my mind now, it's like. Hey, you remember those tickets I gave you? So there's this girl, you know, that I, I really, I would love for somebody to take her out. Would you do that for me? <laughs> there, there's a show that I enjoy watching. You guys probably saw in, uh, on social media recently. I've, I visited there. It's called uh, Steveston, Canada. And it's where a show called, called Once Upon a Time is filmed. And there's a phrase from that show that says, all magic comes with a price. Guys, all favors come with a price. And, and at the same time, even in that moment, I still could have said no. I, I just hadn't learned to flex that muscle yet of saying no. But it was just really funny looking back. It's like, we'll get all kinds of offers. And hey, <laughs> like, you, you got to make whatever decision is best for you. But coming back to the haystack analogy, I'm, I, I'm, I'm uh, diverting. So you can search through the haystacks endlessly and you're going to get really tired. You're going to get really frustrated. You're going to get exhausted and you're going to begin to join the club of hating to date. 
why why do we grow why do we grow sick and tired of dating? Well, number one, we're actually looking for something when we're on a date. We're looking for a spark. We're looking for a potential. We're looking for an, an opportunity to move forward in our lives. I mean, every single one of us, we we want to reach the fullness of the measure of our creation. And part of that is finding the person of our dreams and taking that next step forward in life. That's just part of it. So we have this internal drive already. But you will. If you start saying yes to dates you especially don't want to go on, you, you will. You'll get tired and exhausted of dating. Now, there might be that person out there that's like, oh, I love dating. And hey, by all means, if that's you, go for it. And so there's that way of searching through all the haystacks, getting exhausted, getting tired, hating dating, and eventually sitting on the sidelines and being, this is awful. Well, yeah, if you go on dates that you already, like, you have that gut feeling, you're like, ah, I don't want to do this. That gut feeling is sending you a message. That is Heavenly Father saying, hey, this is not someone you probably want to go out with. <gasps> Wait a second. Is it really okay that, that God would even say, hey, this isn't it? Well, of course he would. Because if he knows that you're going to be best with someone else, and if he knows that other person is going to be better off with somebody else, like, why wouldn't he say that? I mean, if you came to, like, I, I want you to imagine that you literally were talking to God and you said, hey, you know, there's this girl that really, really wants me to take her out. I've got no interest. What do you want me to do? And, and, maybe, and maybe when we're younger, sometimes the answer might be, hey, you know, do this. I mean, we have no idea where life's going to lead anyways. And maybe that person did just need a date. Maybe they were in a really bad, a bad position. I don't know, guys. I just, I, I don't think we have to go on dates with people to make them feel special and loved. I think we can, you know, we can have other opportunities to do that as well. So I'm not, I'm not saying necessarily to do it. I'm not saying to not do it. I'm just saying if there was a person that I was not interested in, and that would be a really bad time for me. I mean, I mean, I'm even, you guys probably even hear it in my voice. I'm even having a hard time saying this because it's like, no, God would say, love everybody. But God is leading you to a person for you. And I actually find the more selective I am, the more I would enjoy dating. I, I, don't, I don't go on many dates. It's been quite some time. No, I get, I get approached. I, it's just, if I'm not interested, I'm not interested. And everything's also about like, there's timing, there's all kinds of things involved. But bottom line, if you don't want to go on a date, you don't have to go on a date. You really don't. You got to feel it out and what's right for you and what's best for you. And you really can. You can talk to God and say, hey, I got asked to go on this date. I really didn't want to go. Like, what do you think? And he might say go and he might say, don't go. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what he's going to say. I mean, that's, that's the beauty of everybody being able to have this conversations with God. And being able to just kind of know. Now, I keep getting off track of this analogy, but so back to the, back to the haystack analogy. 
there's another way to do this. And this is the way that I choose to do it. Instead of searching through every haystack known to man, I could take a giant magnet into that barn and I'd get every golden needle, silver needle, buckets, tools, horseshoes, all kinds of things. And then I get to just pick them off, off the giant magnet. Now, that works in different stages because we're not always the most attract. We're, we're not always the most um, powerful magnet in the room. We're not. And, and it depends on like, if I've had, if I've had an amazing week, if I've had the time of my life, I'm going to be in a different place than if I've had a rough week. So it's not like there's this constant magnet where every single day we're on top of our game. It's just caring about it less. Yeah, there's there's a, a man that says, you know, be grateful for your highs and graceful in your lows. I think that I think that's George Pransky. I, I can't remember off the top of my head. We are not always up and we're not always down. So it's about understanding and paying attention to your feelings, paying attention to your body, paying attention to just where you're at and not beating yourself up for it. I mean, truthfully, when I think about it, that's what this podcast is focused on. It is about helping you become the best version of yourself to give you the greatest opportunities. Trust me, when, when you are in your best shape, mentally, physically, socially, financially, you will have many more opportunities. That's just the way it works. Now, some of you might be saying, well, that's not fair. Why should I have to be in the best possible place of my life in order for me to move forward and get a, get a girlfriend? That's just the way it is. I mean, because there's also 6 billion other people in the world, let's call half of them single, so 3 billion people in the world also looking for their best mate. And so you got to be the best you can be. I don't have to be perfect. But the better off you are in those areas, the more opportunities you could get. You know, one of the examples I like to use in some people are going to say, well, I'm, I'm just not attractive enough. I'm, I, I'm, I'm bald. I'm whatever. Guys, there is a person out there that has figured out a way, even given their current circumstances, to have endless people reach out to them. You know, one of those examples that I, I like to use is The Rock. Yeah, The Rock is incredibly in shape. You know, he, he is totally bald and I guarantee, let's just pretend that he wasn't married. Um, he walks into any bar, any restaurant, any place whatsoever. And if he was single and if he could walk into any club, any party, any whatever in the entire world and within seconds, girls would be girls girls would be trying to hit on him now you might be thinking well the rock's a celebrity the rock is famous the rock is you know the the rock is has has muscles he's strong yeah 
He is all those things. But he wasn't always. There was actually a really cool show on, that used to be on TV called Young Rock. I think you guys can find it somewhere. But it shows his story when he was younger of what his life was like. Guys, every person that's become a quote-unquote somebody famous in the world wasn't always there. They just kept working really hard when everybody else was sitting around watching TV and playing video games. And, and they especially showed up at the right moments. You know, one, one story that I actually really like around this, it's a, called, it's a movie called Fighting With My Family. And it's the story of Paige from the WWF of how she became a wrestler. And that is a very, very, very powerful and inspirational movie. And I love those type of movies. Why? Because it says, hey, if she did this, I can do this. You know, there's a great book that I, I just came across that it's been on my shelf for, I don't know, 15 something years. And I've never read it. It's called The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale. Now, this is one of the most popular books whatsoever in the world. I've read countless books, plenty of them that weren't that great. And I've never read this book all the way through. And I come to open it, and it's basically applying, you know, being positive to the gospel of Jesus Christ. I mean, he talks so much in this book about God that some people probably wouldn't like that. But I thought it was awesome. Because that really is, that's where our strength comes from. That's where everything comes from. You know, and, and if you don't happen to be a God person, think about whatever it is that inspires you, your intuition, your gut feeling. That is God. Whatever you decide to call it. You know, and, and it's interesting in this book. He uses in the very first chapter different scriptures as affirmation. With God, all things, with God, nothing is impossible. I can do all things through Christ who strengtheneth me. I mean, and I was just, I was amazed as I read this book because we've taken, we try to take on the power of leading and guiding our lives ourselves, and it just doesn't work very well. When I turn my life over to God, when I let myself be guided and directed through feelings of peace, excitement, and joy that he gives me, my life's amazing. And when I start worrying about not knowing or not doing the perfect thing all the time, I get frustrated. I get annoyed. But I can always come back to those of, hey, I can do all things through Christ who strengtheneth me. Because it's true. There's a power that comes as we say that. Now, so coming back, you can become the biggest magnet that you want. Now, you could also sit there and say, Joseph, I just don't want to. I don't want to go. I, I, I want to have a simple little life. And if that's not good enough for somebody else, then I don't want it. Okay, cool. That's your choice. 
But generally people gravitate to those. They have this energy that's just, it's intoxicating. It's like somebody walks in the room and you're like, whoa, who is that? You know, uh, confidence, this belief, this energy in ourselves and this energy in who we truly are, which, I mean, we are, as, as uh, Marianne Williamson even says, you are a child of God. You are a child of God. Well, I'm pretty sure that that's way more awesome than being a child of, you know, any celebrity or anyone else. I mean, you have his power. You have his strength. You have his energy. I mean, truthfully, how do you, how do you get a girlfriend? Let him do the work. You, you do the work on yourself and you put yourself in the places that you want to be, that you want to find. I mean, if I want to find someone that's in shape and looks amazing, I'm probably not going to find them as I'm sitting home and watching TV. I'm just not. They're going to be at the gym. They might be rock climbing. They might be hiking. They might be whatever. I mean, it takes work to get yourself into shape. And it takes work to keep yourself in shape. And we don't have to be perfect. Like it is an entire package. There's some people out there that are in incredibly good shape and that's all they do. Hey, that's, that's their choice. You get to decide your life and everybody else does too. They get to decide their own lives. So, but coming, coming, coming to some more practical strategies on how do you get a girl? Well, if I wanted to find a girlfriend, I would put myself in places to find that girl. I once again, I would, I would focus on making myself as attractive as possible. And some people are like, well, I would never want to do that if it would just attract girls. Well, that's just a side benefit. Being in the best shape of your life is an amazing feeling. Because it takes work. It takes discipline. And everything worthwhile in life does take work and discipline. It takes intention. It takes consistency. So I'm, I'm going to put in a plug here for uh, Arsenal. I just happened to watch the Arsenal-Chelsea game last, or actually like super early this morning. And everybody's talking about how great Arsenal is playing right now. But they have developed a consistency over the past their manager, so Arsenal's a team out of England. It's a Premier League team, soccer team, or football team, if you're a... <laughs> um, and they have worked so hard. Their, their manager has now been their manager for 150 games. That's over two or three seasons. And they just kept working, and he kept instilling his plan. I can almost guarantee you, if you decide where you really want to be in three years, you'll get pretty darn close if you start making that your focus, making that your intention. And sometimes, truthfully, because we have, many of us have been kicked, many of us have been, you know, kicked while we're down even. That, that's when the adversary works on us the most, guys. That's when that crazy leprechaun thinking, oh, it does a number on us. But you can always turn to God and say, hey, help me. 
And if you don't even believe in God, you can turn to whatever you believe in. Especially if your life isn't working the way you want it to and say, hey, please help me. And I read a scripture today in the Book of Mormon in the a book in there called Mosiah. And it said, calling on the Lord daily. Every one of us can call and we can ask for what it is that we want. We can counsel with God. You, I mean, you can go with him and you can say, hey, like, this is the type of girl that I really want to attract. And I believe that he can inspire you how to attract that person. No, it might, it'll take time. It'll take effort. But I've never done something worthwhile and been mad I done it. Mad I done it. <laughs> I've never written in my book and been upset that I spent that time writing in my book, no matter how little I got done. I've never been upset about going to the gym. But there hasn't ever been a time that I've been like, oh my goodness, man, if I would have missed that show, I've, that would have been awful. No. You know, and I, and I take that back. I mean, there's plenty of shows that probably do fall in that category, but there's some that don't. I mean, The Greatest Showman, Fighting With My Family, like there are shows that inspire you to be a better person, but most of the shows we watch on TV don't really. It's just watching a really, really cool story. Be the hero of your own story. We get sucked into these shows so easily. Because they're, in, they're getting paid. And you know what we get sucked into? We get sucked into the energy of the characters. Now, I might have shared this before, but I think it's a really important point. I said I went to Steveston, Canada. It's just outside of Vancouver. And I went and saw the city where Once Upon a Time was filmed. And I was so excited. And I got there and it was a, quite the letdown. I kept trying to walk in the places these characters had walked. You know, walking through the doorways where each of these characters had gone through. I was searching for any scrap of energy left in that city from the show. I, I thought that, I mean, somehow we think in our heads, if we go visit these places, that we're going to have these wonderful experiences. You know what really it is? These places are just, they're very regular places that are infused with this energy and this excitement and this Hollywood magic to bring them to life. That we want to go to those places. We want to see those things. Now, granted, if I'd actually gone when they'd filmed the show, it might have been a different experience. People will latch on to any type of energy they can. I mean, that's the reason that so many people want to be with these celebrities. It's like, you figured out a way to capture some energy of life. I want that. That's why when somebody has done the work on themselves and they go into a room, they're like, oh my goodness, who is that person? When you are on fire, everybody knows. And just that a funny thought. It's like, if somebody actually walked into a room and they were on fire, Everybody would notice instantly. Like, I'm talking literally on fire. Like, dude, whoa, we got to put this out. 
But when you walk into a room on the other type of fire, everybody still notices. They just don't want to put it out. They want a piece. They want a piece of that energy because every one of us are craving that. We're craving that person that we can connect with that says, oh my goodness, I can play my life at a higher level. That person's playing their life at a higher level. I can too. Go live your life and, and, and have a balance. I mean, if you want to take somebody out more than you don't want to take them out, take them out. Have this balance of focusing on yourself and saying, okay, what are the areas of my life that I want to improve on? What do I need to do in order to attract that quality girl that I want to be my girlfriend? I mean, what is it that I need to do to attract the most amazing girl in the world for me? You know, Matthew McConaughey in his book, Green Lights, says something interesting. He says that, well, he says two things. He says, Hollywood, want her, don't need her, which totally relates to relationships. If you're being needy and thinking that, oh, everybody has to go out with me. Everybody has to take me out because God wants them to, or because God loves me. Well, God loves them too. He doesn't want them to waste their time. Our time is our most valuable resource. Sometimes I, I, you know, I say like God doesn't want this or God does want this, and I'm I'm almost looking up like, please don't smite me. I'm trying to do the best I can. What I can say is God wants your happiness, and God wants the other person to be happy too. And there's different things that are going to make us all happy. And every now and then, some of those merge. Stop worrying so much about what is supposed to be in your mind in the world. You know, who's supposed to take you out? Who's not supposed to take you out? You get a choice. You can ask. You can also be asked. You can say yes. You can say no. The truth is, marriage is a byproduct. Even getting a relationship is a byproduct. That means it's something that happens as a consequence of other things that are happening. I guarantee you get engaged in your life. I mean, let's, let's just use the example of The Rock. I mean, even if truthfully you want it to be somewhere like even we're, we're talking like a big, big goal within three years. If you got super clear on that goal, let's use the example of, you know, a famous actor. You got super clear on that goal and you devoted most of your time towards it. If you intentionally devoted the majority of your time towards a single goal, you would get it. And even if you, even if you devoted a certain amount of your time towards a goal, you would get it. But you know what gets us? We get distracted, we get frustrated, we get annoyed, we get disappointed, and then we stop. And, and the worst is when... I believe the adversary more often than not, he, try, he just comes in and messes with our head when we're already on the right track. It's like, oh, this isn't working. This must be the wrong path. And we even have people say stuff like that to us. People close to us. Well, if this was the right thing, it would be working. Well, truthfully, we got to be working. And if we're not working towards the goals that we want, the, goal, the goals that we desire, you're not going to have that energy. You're not going to have that fire. You're not going to have that excitement. The more you know who you are, the less you worry 
about what anyone else is thinking about you. And you're able to be present. So back to our question, how do you get a girlfriend? By standing out. You know, there's that scripture that says, we're meant to be a light on a hill. So I just looked it up. It's Matthew 5, verse 14 through 16. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. It says, let your light so shine. We are meant to be influencers. The stronger influencer you are in the world, the more people are going to be interested. There's something that just happens. So back to influencers. I'm not going to name any influencers specifically, but people will watch videos endlessly of all kinds of influencers. I mean, you know, they'll, they'll watch them, you know, sit there and dance and like, you know, do just sit there and dance and smile because they see this energy in that person. I guarantee when that person first got up to dance, they did not have that level of energy. They did not have that level of excitement and they might've hardly even been noticed. I mean, some of the biggest celebrities today were outcast back in high school. If I remember right, Rachel McAdams, who I, I used to have a, a huge crush on, and if she ever listens to this and wants to come be interviewed on the podcast, by all means, just message me. We'll, we'll, we'll arrange that. But she talked about how she was basically a drama geek. I guarantee, especially in her prime, like meaning the prime when she was doing a ton of movies back you know, in the past 10 years, Every many guys would love to be with her. The playfulness, the excitement, the joy that she had as in her characters was awesome. But guys, that doesn't come overnight. I mean, I have spent tens, twenty, I don't know, tons and tons and tons of thousands of dollars becoming the person that I am. I still personally work with a coach each week. I, I work with, I have all kinds of things that I invest in to invest in myself. If you want other people to start being interested in you, start investing in yourself. Start investing in you. I mean, I spend time each day studying this stuff. I, I read countless books. I read biographies. I, I read all kinds of things. I mean, I I read the scriptures every day. Like, I read tons because I'm investing in me. I spend time in those places that clear my mind, like the temple. That there's a peace there, like, it's indescribable. There's there's no other place like it. I, I love being there. Clears my mind like nothing ever can. So truthfully, if you want to get a girlfriend, start investing in yourself. Start putting yourself in places where you might want to meet someone. Yeah, go to those parties that 
yes, I've been to parties where I was like, after that I was there. And even after I left, I would have been so much better off staying home. You know what? And now that I'm thinking about that, it's no, I would have been so much better off in engaging in the party. It's like, well, there's no one here I want to talk to. Okay, well, you can go talk to anybody. You can meet new people. You can connect with new people. You have no idea who those people know. It doesn't matter that you're not interested in them. Now, there's a difference between... I I talked about not necessarily going out with anybody, but there's a total difference between treating people like human beings when you see them in person, when you're at different gatherings. You don't have to spend tons of time with them, but even if just for a moment. Like, I always look at the Savior as our ultimate example. The Savior did not spend countless hours and time with everybody. He didn't have that time. But when he was with you, he was with you. And that's something I'm working towards is trying to be with somebody and really be with them instead of, oh, I'm talking to this person, but there's that really cute girl in that corner (laughs) that I also want to talk to. It's learning to balance. It's learning to be able to enter a conversation, but also it's learning to be able to exit a conversation. Hey, it was wonderful meeting you. I'm going to go meet, I'm going to go meet some other people now. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, we, we, we are here to learn, we are here to grow, we are here to experience. But bottom line, if you want to get engaged, start getting engaged. Meaning, if you want to get engaged to the person in your dreams, start getting engaged in your life. Because that is how you're going to get a girlfriend. Because they're just going to pick up on the energy, the excitement, the everything that you're creating in the world. You know, I was once told by, by a, a business acquaintance, you know, start moving quickly in the direction of your goals and then look to the left and right and see who's there. Trust me, guys, start getting engaged in life and you will be astounded at how many more people are going to be interested. And life will be pretty exciting. So once again, If you want to get a girlfriend, get involved in your life, start putting yourself out there, start connecting with people, start talking with people, and you'll be amazed at what happens. I mean, one other quick thought I was was reading in Daniel yesterday in my study of the Old Testament, and one of the things that clicked was, well, Daniel, people had to know who he was, and so he connected with a lot of really important people. Connect with the people that you really want to. Stop worrying that they're, that they're not going to be willing to connect with you. Just start connecting. You see a, a pretty girl at a, at a party that you want to talk to, talk to her. Believe it or not, she has a lot of the same insecurities and fears and stuff that you do. Oh no. And, and all an insecurity is, is it's just a thought that goes through our head that we're treating as true. Everybody has that thought. Just after you, after you do it so many times, it stops looking as real. So go out there, start getting engaged in your life. And my last invitation is whatever you felt inspired to do as you listen to the podcast today, go and do it. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, 
It's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on, and you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes, so you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world, then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.